welcome to the Fit Mom Life for Goals podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What's going on, ladies? I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Very excited to chat with you today. I know it's that weird week where it's like, okay, but we still have New Year's Eve and New Year's Day coming up. Maybe you still have Christmas stuff up. Maybe you don't. Maybe you strip it all away right after Christmas. Maybe you try to wait till Epiphany. Whatever it is, uh, you probably have some toys scattered around your house. You're probably like wanting to go ahead and (laughs) you're like, I got to go back and listen to Brittany's decluttering episode and get rid of more of the stuff because all of a sudden stuff's everywhere and whatever. I hope that you are still moderately enjoying some treats and basking in this time that is the Christmas season. This is, you know, a time to celebrate and to have some indulgences all in good portion and never you know, teetering on gluttony is kind of our, you know, that's hopefully our approach. So thanks for being here with me today. This is a fun little episode just because I was curious. (laughs) It came out of me being like, hmm, I wonder what the world thinks is on the horizon. I used to always like, I think at least our local newspaper published it, I think on New Year's Eve, but maybe New Year's Day, like what's in, what's out list, what's in for 2022, what's out from 2021. And I remember my parents always got the paper delivered and I was so excited to read that list every year and see, you know, what was going to be out. And, you know, of course, whatever, half the time I didn't even follow it or agree with it. It's just fun to read. So I went ahead and got on Google to see what is coming up in health and fitness for 2022. And it was funny because it is a pretty extensive list. There were 13 things on this list. I was like, what isn't coming up in 2022? But you know how health and fitness trends like hit super hard. I mean, through the years, we've definitely seen this with diets. We've seen, you know, paleo be all the rage. We've seen keto be all the rage. We have seen Weight Watchers kind of pop in and out of there and revamp their stuff and whatever else. We have seen spin class be all the rage. Then we've seen, you know, bar classes had their huge moment a couple of years ago. Uh, spins kind of coming back in with all the Peloton stuff. So it's, it's been very interesting. CrossFit, you know, was probably, I don't know, five to eight years ago. So seeing all the health and fitness trends is very interesting to me and seeing, you know, then what is proven effective. If you didn't already know, ladies, I advocate for strength training, cardio, if and when it's, you know, fits your goals, but definitely strength training for everyone. Walking is great for everyone eating 80-20 whole clean foods for 80% of the time and 20% of the time having indulgences. So not totally counting only on macros and only worrying about calories in and calories out, but you know, a whole balance, yada, yada. Then I definitely agree with trying to back off tracking macros so you can eat intuitively, enjoy your life and enjoy your family, live your vocation, not worrying about your pants not fitting and not going on the beach with your kids because you are worried about, you know, your thighs jiggling or whatever. I just really want you, me, all of us in this next year, in every year to get to a place where we have a good relationship with food. We can see it as fuel most of the time, then we can enjoy it as, you know, a part of a celebration, as a part of hospitality, whatever other times. And, you know, we work out because we want to be able to move when we're 60 and 80 and all that good stuff. So there's my little soapbox TED Talk. That's what Brittany hopes comes for you in 2022, which speaking of many of my options for you, totally work in with what's coming. But anyways, uh, my other takeaway 
when I looked at this list, besides, wow, this is long, is, wow, this is what stay-at-home moms have figured out years ago, pretty much. I This was an observation I made, a co- like, a couple months into the pandemic that I said to my husband, I was like, honestly, I feel like the world is now going through what stay-at-home moms experience to a degree. And I know there are so many qualifiers I should throw on that and so many disclaimers. But what I mean by this personally is that I definitely needed to find my footing, find my purpose, set my intention, find my motivation and stuff. When I was a stay-at-home mom, particularly for me, it was by baby number two. Because baby number one, I didn't change my life that much. I pretty much schlepped him around with me everywhere I went. I still (laughs) did a lot of my jobs that I was doing at the time. The only thing that really changed was I went from being a full-time middle school teacher to not doing that at all anymore. But I still worked at the gym part-time. I just brought him with me to the childcare. I cleaned on the side part-time and I still did that. So there were a lot of things. I still trained clients, all that. So There were many things I didn't have to really change. I got right out and about. He was born in May, so it was easy to get out and about. And it's easy too with one kid, in my opinion. So I really didn't experience this going from zero to one, but many women do. I experienced it going from one to two when all of a sudden I was home. It was, I had him in the fall. So I was, you know, pretty much planning on being home the bulk of winter. And I definitely went through a hard time of like, uh... I need to get this together. Like I need to get a routine. I need to figure out how to do this at home. Up till then too, I was working out at a commercial gym. So through my whole pregnancy of the first baby and then through, you know, like I just said, after having him, I was still working out at a commercial gym when I got pregnant after our first baby, which is the baby I ended up miscarrying. I was still working out at a commercial gym. I did not stop working out at a commercial gym until I had our second. So a lot of these things I personally went through Again, going from one to two, where it was like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this all from home. I need to figure out how to find motivation. I need to, you know, maybe make my workouts shorter and stuff. Like, there was just a lot of realizing I had to do and making it fit my life. Where I think then with the pandemic, when a lot of people were home, a lot of the same things applied. It was like, okay, how do I work out from home? How, you know, do I fit this in with working from home? All these things. And then all the other, articles and issues we've heard coming out with this like people's mental health and you know trying to stay away from gaining weight just from eating too much because you're home or staying away from excess screen time because it has negative effects on your mental health leaves you feeling depressed anxious all these things I think we're already there and we're already temptations for the stay-at-home mom because this again my first baby I did not feel that or realize that by the time I got to two I saw it. I was like, I see how it'd be so easy to overeat because I'm home so much. I see how it would be so easy to go down the rabbit hole of depression and, you know, being hyper-focused on how I'm feeling and, you know, why I'm sad or why this, that, because I don't have anything else shaking me out of this because I'm not, when you're outside of the home, you're starting to interact with other people. Like, even now, I have three kids. I am mostly home. And if I'm in a funk at home, I could foster that funk all day. I will try to identify that pretty quickly and then either cure it with some scripture or some like 2000s country, whichever it needs to be. But I'm a lot better at snapping myself out of it now where I'm like, Britt, you're in a bad mood. Shake it off. You know, if if I'm like in sin, I need to like 
sorry, Lord, I'll get right with myself and my attitude and move on. Pick it up. Like, please pour your graces down and we're going to keep doing this day. You know, that's what I have to do, what we have to do. But sometimes, too, it's just I just need to get out of the house, even if I get out of the house with the kids or I get out of the house later or whatever, and I talk to some other people, I, you know, laugh, whatever. Like, even just driving, sometimes it puts you in a different range, puts you in a different mood. And that's what a lot of people, you know, are now experiencing. So that's my whole spiel on how I just looked at this list and thought, yeah, this is what a lot of stay-at-home moms have to do or are doing that now the world is kind of coming around to because, you know, a lot of the world is staying at home. So anyway, without further ado, after eight minutes and 30 seconds, here is your list. Number one, the, the number one thing that you is supposed to be a big hot trend in 2022 are virtual workouts. So absolutely no surprise there. Once again, most of us are staying home and a lot of us have stopped going to the gyms. And if you can go to the gym, you probably have to wear a mask and no one wants to do cardio on a mask, all those things. So virtual workouts are big, which, hello, I have been telling you for the last couple of years, if you are a stay-at-home mom, shout out to my own programs, but no, seriously, you can do all of them from home. And that is why I do that. That's why I went that route because I do think that most stay-at-home moms are going to do better just planning to do the workout at home. Whether or not you like to go to the gym as well, you have, I think it's best to have equipment at home and have a plan for if you end up not getting out of the house that day because of whatever reason, your husband ran late at work or a kid's sick or something like that. So virtual workouts are supposed to continue to be big. Number two, fitting in mini workouts whenever possible. This one too, again, I just was like, wow, exactly. I have told many clients this, like if you cannot get a half hour or 45 minute workout in, which I'm not saying every workout needs to be a half hour or 45 minutes, say even a 20 minute workout. Say your goal was to do 20 minutes of strength training and you were gonna do a circuit four times through. Well, if you get one circuit in and your kids need you, that's fine. Hit another round of it in a, you know, a little bit of time. It, I do think that this works best with cardio, um, and I myself will do that if I am like, okay, I'm going to do a half hour of cardio and it gets interrupted. I'll do 15 minutes and I'll try to get another 15 minutes in later. The strength training, you know, a lot of that, if you're trying to build muscle, there is an aspect where you want to push that muscle to failure. So you're actually working out all at the same time. But again, this is just the trend alert list that fitting in mini workouts whenever possible is a good way to go. It is just also good for increasing your overall activity in the day if you are super sedentary, which many of us stay-at-home moms are. Okay, number three is having a smart home gym. So not only a home gym, but a smart one, which is interesting. I think they're just kind of taking into account like Peloton and different apps you can use that are going to track your info. I've seen this with kickboxing workouts. You know, I've seen this with a very expensive mirror that you can have that like gives you workouts uh, and things like that. So that is supposedly going to be big. Number four is wearable tech like fitness trackers. I'm intrigued by this one always because it has been how many years of fitness fitness trackers being out like Fitbit, Apple Watch, all that stuff. And I have never owned any of it. And I have never wanted to, needed to. I feel like it's something I could get easily obsessed with hitting my steps but I'm intrigued for no reason at all. I just kind of wonder where my steps are at. And I've gone through phases of this, like, okay, Brittany, just put your phone in your pocket because your phone counts it for you. But I just never have my phone on me. Half the time I'm in leggings and most of them don't have pockets. So it's just a whole thing where I am curious. And at this point would just like to get like a really 
low tech, like the, the version one of the Fitbit to see where I'm at, but that is supposedly still big. Number five is walking. And I love this. I would love it if I could. If it was a status, I would love it. Uh, it's always a great choice. It's very low impact. And I think like in a perfect world, if I could, had complete control over my schedule and like say I had my one little baby again, I would wake up, say my prayers and go for a walk with him right away and then eat some food and whatever, do my lifting workout later in the day. I like to lift when I have more fuel in me. And I think starting out your day with walking is such a great way to get the body going and, you know, get your digestive system moving, get in some steps for the day, wake yourself up. But, um, you know, it's, we've got to do what we can do and what's actually doable for ourselves and our current state in life. I actually got a treadmill off of Facebook marketplace a couple of years ago when it was the first winter I had my son, because then I did realize like, oh, I can't just always go out no matter what. Um, And I did like going for walks. So I do think walking outside is absolutely preferable. You're getting the benefits of being outside, hopefully some vitamin D. Great for your mental health and all that stuff. But, you know, I think it's really nice to, if you can. I mean, guys, when we got our treadmill, we were in an apartment and I put it in our living room and it was not like it does fold up, but we didn't fold it up. I just kept a treadmill in the middle of our living room and my son used to like zoom cars down it and it was a hundred bucks on Facebook marketplace. So I'm not saying like go buy a $600 treadmill, but maybe keep that in mind if you are somebody who's low on steps because you are pretty sedentary and you would like to get moving more, but you can't, you know, you maybe you have three, four kids that you can't bundle up and get out every day. Or if you do, it's like so short. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I try to get us outside every day, but it's like, them playing and me kind of walking around or if we went for a walk it'd be short because I don't want my you know five month old's face to be frozen all that stuff so uh you know whatever do with that what you will but walking is on the list I also think this totally skyrocketed after COVID because I noticed that in my own neighborhood like all of a sudden everybody was walking (laughs) which is great so good for your health but uh yeah number six a holistic approach to fitness is supposedly going to be a trend for this year, which I think is great. Looking at yourself and as a full person, right? Not just your physical health, but your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, all of that. So I love that. Number seven of trends that are going to take over 2022 is a rise in strength training. Again, big heart on that one. That's great. Uh, Exactly what I just said. See a nice regimen of strength training with walking in your set. Uh, Number eight surprised me, actually, because this trend says a surge in women's only gyms. And I am surprised by that because I feel like so many people are not going to the gym. So it surprises me that specifically women's only ones would surge, but maybe a lot of women gained weight over the pandemic and aren't comfortable going to, you know, a male and female gym and they want to do their own thing. I don't know. That's number eight. (laughs) Okay, number nine is exercising outdoors. Again, this one I totally see because if you're not going to the gym, you know, and I think a lot of people, again, with the walking kind of just felt so cooped up in their houses that they wanted to get outside. For me, I know I had Joey in November, then everything happened, you know, in March or whatever, everything shut down. I remember it being April or May and I felt so cooped up because I had basically been home since November. I had done a couple things and I had worked part time and things like that, but 
I was basically home with a newborn from November before the pandemic. And then it was like April or May. And I just told my husband, I'm like, I'm going to go for a run. I had not run since before the baby. And I just ran six miles and came home. And he's like, wow, I thought you were going to like run a mile or something. <laughs> I was like, I know it just felt so good to be outside and in the sun and in the fresh air that I just kept going. So exercising outdoors, I think just helps us, you know, like take a break from what we're doing get that like mental boost from just I don't know something about running outside will always be therapeutic to me so there it is whatever it is hiking etc exercising outdoors is on the list number 10 is an emphasis on stretch and recovery interesting and I thought that was cool because again we're whole people and should be looking at that as well not just hammering your body and doing your workouts to the maximum Number 11, kind of the same vein, is quality over quantity. So making sure that your workouts are really effective, whether or not, you know, you're doing it for an hour. And same thing, I totally agree with that. It's all about the quality. Number 12, more inclusive fitness apps should be on the horizon for 2022. And they were talking specifically about apps showing more diversity in body sizes, ethnicity, all of that if, you know, you're using an app that has workouts. And lastly, the fitness trend that should be sticking around and continuing for the new year is HIT training. So that's definitely not a new trend, but it is here to stay. I do like HIT for fat loss. I've talked about HIT a lot. And even not for fat loss, if you just want to maintain, but you you know, you like having cardio in the mix, HIT is a great option to do high intensity interval training instead of, you know, I'm all about (laughs) short effective workouts. I really am. I do not like working out for a long amount of time because it just doesn't fit my life right now. Again, rewind to when I was like 22 lifting in the gym and I would be there for an hour and a half. I would be that person that looked at my phone that then ended with a finisher on the Stairmaster or something. Like I had all the time in the world and I liked it and it was a hobby. And it was also, you know, part of my, you know, I just usually trained clients before that or something. So it wasn't weird to me to be at the gym for a long time. Whereas now I get on the treadmill and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes of incline walking. And then five minutes in, I'm like, oh crud, I wanted to make this one muffin today. Oh, I should really, the boys are sleeping. So I should go organize, you know, their, their toys before they wake up. Like a million other things I want to do just with that time pop into my head. So I'm all about HIT for being really effective, but really short, 30 seconds of work, 30 seconds of rest, couple of rounds, it's all you need to, you know, you're still getting the benefits of getting your heart rate up and all that stuff. So boosting metabolism. So that's great. I love that that is on the list as well. So I would love to hear what is speaking to you from this list, what you are intrigued by or what you are down to try. I'd also love to hear if you need help (laughs) deciding how the heck you're going to formulate your workout plan for the new year and, you know, whether or not you want to do a program with me or hop into the Chasing Greatness group, which, you know, is the group where I'm giving you your monthly workouts with full length videos and all that. If you, if that's not the fit for you and you want to do your own thing, Maybe you want to hop on a call together so I can help you direct your new year. I would love to do that. Head over to fitmomlifetothefullest.com if you are interested in that. Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out. I really enjoy our time together and your feedback as always is appreciated as well. So 
I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.